As we step into our message for this morning, you can go ahead and take a seat. We remember that last week we talked about Jesus calling us to come through the narrow door, also acknowledging the fact that many would reject him despite his invitation. Today, we actually see people rejecting Jesus, not because of how controversial he is necessarily, but because of the awesome miracles he does. So let's hear about that in our scripture reading from John chapter 11 in the video this morning. Jesus and Lazarus were friends. Lazarus lived in the town of Bethany in Judea with his sisters Mary and Martha. One day, Lazarus got sick. Mary and Martha sent a message to Jesus. Lord, your friend Lazarus is sick, they said. Jesus told his disciples, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. This sickness will bring glory to God and to the Son of God. Jesus stayed where he was for two more days. Then Jesus said, Let's go back to Judea. By the time Jesus arrived in Bethany, Lazarus had been in a tomb for four days. Martha hurried to meet Jesus, but Mary stayed home. Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Martha knew Jesus could do a miracle, though. I know God will give you whatever you ask, she said. Jesus replied, Your brother will rise again. Martha believed that Lazarus would rise from the dead in the future, on the last day. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die, ever. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, Martha said. I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Martha went back to her house. She told Mary that Jesus wanted to see her. So Mary left the house, and all the people who had come to comfort Mary and Martha followed her. Mary fell at Jesus' feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mary was crying. Jesus wept too. Mary led Jesus to the tomb where Lazarus was buried. It was a cave, and a huge stone covered the opening. Remove the stone, Jesus said. So the stone was moved aside. Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out! Lazarus came out of the tomb, wrapped in linen and cloth. Jesus said, Unwrap him and let him go. Later, a large crowd of Jews went to Bethany to see Jesus and Lazarus. The religious leaders decided they wanted to kill Lazarus because Jesus had raised him from the dead and many people were leaving the Jews and trusting in Jesus. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he showed that he has power over death. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose from the dead. He gives eternal life to those who trust in him. This is one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. I have to start there because I love the way that the tension of the story rises and Jesus is kind of the perfect uh, res resolution to all of the, that tension. It, it's a story that you could not have scripted better than the way that it actually unfolds, the foreshadows, the beauty of the way that Jesus delivers life to this family and to the world. 
And yet, despite how beautiful that story is when we look back at it in time, when you, if you were living in it, if we were Mary or Martha in the story, in the middle of that tension, well, it probably wasn't their favorite story then. It wasn't their favorite story as they were waiting for Jesus to show up. And Jesus ends up four days late. Now, I've seen people be late to a funeral before, but I have never seen anyone show up four days late to a funeral. Jesus is remarkably late. And when he shows up, there's weeping. There, there are tears. There, there is the voice of death that says that Lazarus is dead. There are the voice of the doubts that echo through all of the town. Where was Jesus? As Mary and Martha both come out to Jesus and say, Jesus, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. And through this, Jesus also weeps. And when he weeps, the doubts continue to echo through the town as people look at Jesus and say, well, couldn't he have done something about it? Where was he? Why was he not here? And those doubts even continue to the moment that Jesus says to roll the stone away from the tomb. Even Martha, even Martha who was faithful enough to say to Jesus, I know you're the Christ who's coming into the world. I know that you're the Son of God. Even Martha had doubts because she saw death. She heard death and she didn't want to smell it. And so there were doubts echoing through the town and and death's voice was loud and death's voice was insistent that it had the last word, that there was nothing anybody could do about it. And those voices insisted on being the end. And I think that in our lives we have the voices that insist that this is the end of our experience. That this is going to envelop everything we are. That this, whatever it is, whatever this thing is that we're going through, is going to last with us forever. Sometimes it's the pain of death. Those loved ones that we hold dear. And when they're gone, that pain just persists. And it changes, but it seems like it's never really going to go away. Or sometimes, sometimes it's maybe just the anxieties of life that continue to cripple us, that continue to hold on to us and feel like this is going to be forever. Or, or even that anxiety has turned darker into depression. Or maybe, maybe it's just conflict. It's a conflict, the relationships that we struggle with in life, with, with people at work, with our spouses, or, or even conflict kids with, with the kids that we go to school with, or conflict with the idea that we had of how our life was going to look, and, and people saying we aren't going to have it that way. Conflict sometimes even with our own parents that, that consumes everything, that voice is so loud that we think that this is everything for our lives. Mary and Martha didn't see a way out of their mourning. And those voices can be loud, so loud that we don't see a way out of the struggle that we're going through in our lives. 
But the awesome part of this story is that Jesus gets the last word. That Jesus is the one who speaks the last word. Death doesn't get to speak the last word. Death is just a temporary setback. But Jesus speaks the last word. And he speaks that word so that people would see God's glory and share their story. See, Jesus goes to the tomb and he stands at the mouth of a full tomb and calls, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man walks out. And death is stunned into silence. It can't speak anymore because Lazarus has come out of the tomb. And when Lazarus walks out, Jesus has the last word. He says, unbind him and let him go. Death has no more authority over Lazarus. Jesus has authority over Lazarus because Jesus spoke the last word into his life. That was the last word of this story. And yet, even though that was the last word of this story, the story of the Gospel of John continues. And and death, even as much as it was stunned to silence at Jesus' great miracle, death would speak again. And that's what we heard at the end of our video, that, that the Pharisees were plotting together on how they were going to kill both Jesus and now Lazarus too. You see, death was going to speak again. Because Lazarus' story was too great. Because in Lazarus' story, people saw God's glory. They saw what Jesus was and who he was and what he could do. And so they decided they would kill him. And death spoke again on the cross. And as Jesus died, all of us who read the Gospel of John can say, okay, well, we've seen this film before. But those who were living in it, those who were living in the tension, when Jesus, the very Lord of life, was dead, it seemed for the disciples, it seemed for Mary and Martha and Lazarus again, that death was going to have the last word. But we know, on the third day, Jesus has the last word. He rises from the dead. Jesus has the last word, and his word is life. And it's the same for us. I want to put that Bible verse on the screen. As Jesus says to Mary these words, he says them through the entire church so that every one of us will hear them. That Jesus has the last word and Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And we who believe it, well, that is true for us too. That those who believe in Jesus, even though he die, yet shall he live. Because Jesus has the last word. And even though we struggle with things here in our lives, we struggle with the anxieties, we struggle with the depression, we struggle with just everyday life, we struggle with conflict that insists on being the end of us. We know that Jesus will speak the last word. We know that Jesus is coming back, and when he comes, death is temporary. He will raise up the dead to be with him forever. And yet that's not everything that Jesus says. He also says, everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. 
We take comfort in the fact that even though these voices speak so loud, the truth of our lives is that we're already delivered from these things. We've already been freed from these things. And that freedom, we might not realize it completely until Jesus comes back, but we own it even now. And our souls will never die, but will be with Jesus forever until he comes back. See, Jesus speaks those words into our lives too. And he speaks the words he spoke to Lazarus over us too. Unbind him and let him go. Unbind her and let her go. Those are the words that Jesus speaks over you with all of the struggles that we have in our lives. We know that there is an end to them because we know that Jesus gets the last words. And his words are freedom and life. Whatever it is, whatever the struggle, Jesus will speak over you. They will find an end. Jesus will speak the last word so that you will see, even in the hardships, you will see how God is turning those things into glory. And when you see God's glory, you get to share your story because you've already seen and believed that Jesus has the last word and he speaks freedom in life. Amen.